Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Let's get into it. Let's get straight oh my into gosh. it. This is a Big Brother podcast. Let's not fuck around. Let's not fuck around. <laughs> you don't even have to know our names. That's fine. You're listening to it. You know. You know what you come. What you came for. Yeah. So it was a great episode uh, awesome last night. Episode. And uh, yeah. So much happened. So we picked up. Um, and and your boy is back, right? Your, your boy, boy is back. <laughs> Vic, first dr. Your boy is back. Not my mm-hmm. boy. Not my boy. He's not my boy either. But That's I have to say. Son. Uh, he's risen again. He might be the next. He might be the true messiah. Coming really? Back oh. Well, I, he's provided some really amusing levity for me personally. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> anyone's talking game, I feel like Victor's like people are talking game, and then Victor will be like, "Hey, hey, you guys ever like you guys ever eat pretzels?" <laughs> like he just, he's like a dog. He's like that dog from Up. I think he. I had a lot of time to himself over the last uh, three weeks or so and realized everything I was doing was wrong. He actually, I mean, he he's actually coming into this game kind of strong and he is kind of set up to make a bit of a run here, uh, providing that he just keeps his mouth shut and it seems like he learned his lesson. Yeah, he's just being like comedic relief. He's taking a real page out of his best friend Paul's book. Yeah. Because he's just being funny. We know he's a uh, competition beast, so he's got that going for him. Um, yeah, I think he's in a great position. And, and I love I love that moment at the beginning of the episode where it's a Paul DR, but we're watching Paul's reaction as Victor comes in and he's like, <laughs> this is actually not the be- best thing for me. I've done a lot of work to get myself somewhere. And now Victor's back and he's going to be pinching girls' asses and talking mm-hmm. about how hot he is. Yep. But you know what? He is, I, again, it's like an ex-boyfriend who comes back into your life and he's mm. been working out. You're like, wow, Victor, you, wow. Look, you do look good. <laughs> you look good. Oh, he's a cypher sore eyes. What can I say? Should Paul be worried? No, never. Paul is always number one in my heart. Okay. Always, okay. as just, of right now. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, he's back in the house and we go straight into our HOH competition Mm, 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 mm. i would have watched so this competition it was an endurance comp and it lasted like more than five hours right yeah just judging by when the yeah it seems like it went four or five hours i would have watched this whole comp yeah like i'm so bitter there weren't feeds for this comp because yeah so much was going on and america is bitter too yeah like there was so much drama, there was so much intrigue, so much, so much was riding on this HOH. Yeah, people had axes to grind. People were not letting go. Well, I mean, Paul didn't care; he let go first. <laughs> but Queen Niche, she was just excited that it seemed like a rave, and yeah, she and I were on the same page. <laughs> yeah, they reused the same set from Victor's last comp, but yeah. I like the set, and I think it's very impressive and cool, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, everyone looked cute. Everyone had great outfits on. Polly had but, a great little vest. Oh yeah, great vest. Yeah. <laughs> and Polly, I mean, I don't know how he's running. He runs this house. He doesn't have a care in the world. And he's not like particularly good at this game. He's just uh, kind of he's just the most charismatic when he speaks, which is why I'm voting for Mike Pence this November. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> you gotta vote Mike Pence. Yeah. 
This is us joking, by the way. (laughs) We already got an email of someone thinking I was pro-Trump, and I don't want people to think that. This is a joke. Um, But back to Big Brother. So, yeah, a couple of people fall off very quickly, but it becomes apparent that some people are not letting go. They need this HOH. Yes, and it would seem for a little bit like two of those people are Frank and Victor, who Mm. both are like... Let Victor's like, let throw something at me that would involve catching using both of my hands to catch it. (laughs) No, okay, that was that was great. I loved that. That was perfect. And then Frank starts uh, goofing around, also falls down. You think that Frank would be a little bit smarter than that, but we we get to the final three of of Davon, James, and Bridget. It seems like it's that for the last solid hour of the comp. Right. And James, you know, he's an endurance champion. He oh, yeah. can just plant himself somewhere. I feel like it's because he was in the military. Yeah, I'm sure you he's know? very used to being uncomfortable for long periods of time. Yeah. He's got that low center of gravity. He's got the mm-hmm. slighter frame. He doesn't right. not like Frank, who's a 35-year-old lanky uh, yeah. monster of a person. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it, I was not, I mean, I knew what happened, but I really enjoyed watching it go down because you saw people, I love when people get desperate and they just want to get off and they start making those deals. It was great because it was, it seemed like at that point, everyone, whether or not they have been in the comp, they've been in the comp the whole time. It seems like everyone's probably been up for about 20 hours at that point. So everyone's yeah. getting a little weird. The sun's coming up. It's probably 5 or 6 a.m. local time. The comp probably started at like midnight or 1. Yeah. And first, I loved watching this comp and I loved the oh, yeah. the music festival theme. It's right <laughs> up my alley. I know. Glow sticks. <laughs> Funky vests. I don't have the funky vest. I just, you know, dress up. Stocking. Your birthday's coming up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we can talk about that (laughs) in a bit. And, um, but my first thought, fuck this comp. I would not like to do that. I would, I would be out. I think I'd kill at endurance comps. I really do. (laughs) I'd like you to hold up your hand for the rest of this comp, for the rest of this podcast, and we'll see how well you do. <laughs> how did they not? How did their arms honestly not fall off? That's like James was wearing like a bit of out. a like an like an ice pack or something like that after the yeah. comp. He earned it. Yeah. By the way, just so everyone who can't see this knows, I have already put my arm down. Oh yeah. <laughs> we are. Um, but so Bridget and Day and James all start talking about deals, and then Frank wants to get in on the action, maybe. Well, because Bridget is kind of a pushover. She's, like, not bad at comps, but she has no social skills at all other than, like, no. smiling and giggling and... Baking. And baking, which Paul's fucking coming on her, stepping on her corner like the right. fire. Yep. Yeah, she really doesn't, and I, like... I've seen people uh, talk about how she's been asking people. She she had this conversation with Natalie that was like, "Why don't people like me? Like, I feel I feel like my game is just fucked." And Natalie told her, "You being with Frank has fucked your game." Yeah, she told her straight up, like, "That's why people don't like you. That's why people don't want to hang out with you because if you're sticking by him, 
clearly that means you suck. That's yeah. why. And, but she isn't, yeah, she's not a bad person. She seems fine, oh, no. like a fine girl. Yeah. But so she's open to a deal. She just wants to make sure that she is not put up next week. And Day, Day is saying, I'll, I'll put my arm down after you put your arm down. I Great love power it. move. I love, love it. it. Love it. Uh, oh, but Frank comes over and starts talking to Day. Yeah. Frank's like, let, let's get a man involved in here. Women cannot. <laughs> oh, as we all know, by law, two women cannot broker a deal. A man has right. to be involved. That's just law. It's just law. It's part of the, the uh, women's suffrage movement. It's what they oh, yeah. gave up. They That's what vote. I voted for. It's mm-hmm. what they voted for. Yeah. You got the right to vote, but you gave up the right to make uh, verbal contracts. With, oh, right, with no and James con- just doesn't no count as a man in Frank's eyes, I don't think. <laughs> Such a bad move for Bridget, even though she kind of made a deal. Like, she has no idea what's actually going on in the house. That's the weird thing. No, even though for she, the no last, one talks to her. Even though for the last two weeks it's been so clear, all people want to do is get rid of the two of them. And right. maybe Tiffany. Yeah, and well, Frank also, I I don't think it hit Frank until later in this episode. You I don't know? think it hit Frank until the nomination ceremony, which is bad. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is for because I do think Frank is uh, he's not a bad player. You know, he's pretty cunning and he plays hard. He's quite good. But yeah. Yeah. But he just I don't know. He, he had blinders on. He just couldn't see that it was written on the wall. Two weeks in a row it was written on the wall. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know how much of a relationship he's had with James other than for the last two weeks, other than just being like, yo, bro, is someone yeah. in the bathroom right now? Uh, no, they have can not. Can pass the salt? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is the storage room open right now? And I think there was kind of this mutual respect as like the two male returners or whatever, but they haven't, I, I can't really remember any points of the last few weeks where they've been buddy no. buddy i mean james is a really good at just kind of sitting in a room with someone and just being like yep and then mm-hmm. the person talks about whatever yeah. they're thinking and james is like yeah well that's big brother you know it's, <laughs> it's big brother and the person I know, says something else said. yeah and he goes He's yeah like, well drama lo- is just part of the game <laughs> you gotta love big brother like that <laughs> he james is a mirror james is like a reflection pond and whatever you say mm. comes back out to you, you yeah know? In a more southern accent. Yeah, in a more, like, salt-of-the-earth way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do like James, I have to say. Yeah, he's, but, he's um, doing pretty well. Yeah, but so... So Frank starts talking to Day, and she wants to get information from him. And mm. at this point, he's desperate. He's willing to give it. And he, in one of my favorite moves of the season, throws Nicole right under the bus. <laughs> but what is that information... Do like he I comes up and he's clear- like, someone told me that you want me out of the house, right? And in a way, I feel like her answer should be like, "Duh." I mean, <laughs> he even comes up to her. The first thing he says to her when he starts bargaining is like, "What do you want?" She goes, "You know what I want." I took that to mean I want you out of the house. Maybe he thought it meant I want to be head of household, but like this, this oh, is yeah. the Batman v Superman. Dawn of Justice of the season, Frank versus Day. And mm-hmm. I don't see what giving up that information would have done. It only helps Devon a little bit now that she knows that 
Nicole is not super trustworthy, but I don't know if it was really enough to save Frank or Bridget. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's enough to save Frank, but I'm thinking more from Devon's point of view. I think it's more like the more information, the better, because I think Devon actually knows that she is a target and she wants to be able to put that target on anyone else's back. Yeah. Because her big thing, everyone now everyone knows like Devon, you can't trust her. Like she's playing both sides. She's saying everything, everything to everyone. So if she can say that about Nicole as well and also be like, plus Nicole has a showman. I don't even have a showman. So we should target Nicole. Yeah. Like that's smart. Yeah, and it was a great moment. He tells her what um, who uh, he throws Nicole under the bus, and then Davon doesn't step down, and she, he was like, "We had a deal," and she's like, "From what you told me, now <laughs> I'm even in worse. I'm in a worse position than you thought." For, oh, it's yeah, it's what. She, yeah, here's the quote: "If what you told me is true, I'm screwed either way." So good. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I mean, what do you, you can't be like, yeah, um, so this is why, and I still want you out. Also, give up all the power you possibly have right now. Come on. And I think he, to his credit, I feel like he understood that and respected it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, so they're still on the buck. We've got this information about Nicole. Nicole heard it. So Nicole's sweating. Yeah. Nicole's flop sweat is like an ocean. She- it's so Thick. Yeah, she is just and sitting deep. there. Her eyes are <laughs> huge. She's like, oh, I don't. Oh my god, uh, what's going on, uh, Coria? Oh my gosh, <laughs> what She's the worried. fuck is going on? <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, so stupid. <laughs> um, but so finally. Day day tell yeah day tells Bridget put your arm down then I'll put my arm down because they both trust James. James is in a great position and he kind of mutters under his breath doesn't make eye contact. Uh, I'm uh, I'm not putting you up. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. He yeah. says that he could have he basically should have he there was probably a butterfly that landed on his shoe and he could have been saying it to that you know like there was no indication as to who he was saying that to. Yeah, which. Flash forward to a little bit later in the episode, Bridget and Frank are having a cuddle sesh, and one of them says something like, yeah, and we made that deal with James to keep both of us safe. (laughs) No, no. That surely did not happen. If James made a deal with anyone, it was with Bridget and Davon, but that deal does not extend to people who are already out of the competition. No. That's crazy talk. Who? There's no thinking going into this. Why would you make a deal with James? You know your backs are against the wall. You have nobody in the house. Okay, you understand Victor is a target. But if James is making a deal with you to not put you up, you have to think, okay, Victor's going to be one of the people to go up. Who else would he be putting up other than you? Right. It's dumb. Dumb, I said. Well, they wanted Paul, right? That's who they wanted to go up. I guess so, but... I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't see... I don't see, if you're frank, how you make that deal because you know you're going to be the second nominee. Bad mm-hmm. move. So then, I don't know how he lets Bridget... Bridget's like, do I put my hand down? He's like, yeah, sure, go for it. He thinks he's safe. I have no idea why. 
She's just tired. I mean, she's got a bum ankle. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> she's really but... given a given it a lot. She's given a lot. Like Bridget is not bad at comps, clearly. No, I just um, I don't know. I maybe hand maybe hindsight's twenty twenty. I knew the outcome of the HOH and I knew who the nominees were while watching it, but right. I just didn't. I it just seems like such a non-committal deal from James, and I don't know. It just seemed like. It just seemed like no one was really going to budge on that. And even if they didn't make a deal, it, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So their fate is sealed. And James becomes HOH winner, his first HOH of the season. Yeah. And um, how did you feel about him? Uh, that was kind of the second half of the episode. How do you feel about him going back on his word about... Um, about, I about the, loved the agreement. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I loved it. I, I I don't think he's in a position where people are like James's word is his bond. You know, I don't think he's got that um, reputation in the house at all. So I don't really? think it hurts him. No, not at all. I think people people who are in with him know that they're in. Like Jay, I don't think Jay was worried that he was going to put her, her up. Yeah, I don't good. think so either. Yeah. Yeah, I think but anyone it, who knows that they're good with him is good with him. Yeah. That's right. Because, I mean, I I think one of the things that helped James going into this year is that people watched his season last year, and he was generally a really loyal guy. Um, he, oh, yeah. La- yeah. He but I don't think in this house. house. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're going into the house and you see – if you're, you know, Michelle or whatever, and then all of a sudden James pops out of a box, and then fucking Victor's standing next to you, and you're like, I might align myself with James just because I know how James play. I, I know how James plays. Like, I'm not gonna... He's not gonna right. be a, a snake in the grass, as Jose would just call him for whatever reason, not knowing right. what the word because means. He, yeah. But... He proved himself to be a little bit of a snake in there. He wanted to do what the house wants. Well, That's yeah. like the big excuse, you know? I know, but that excuse, usually I usually I think that excuse is kind of bullshit, but it makes sense this time. He's either yeah. going to be pissing off 10 people by not putting up these people or going against his word with people who he wants to get out of the house anyways. Yeah. It was kind of a pretty easy decision. I mean, uh, Natalie's going to be upset, but... Yeah, but Whatever. she she knows she knows what's going on with them. She knows that Bridget's she, Bridget's dug her own grave on this one. I understand her wanting to be loyal to her friend, but they haven't even been friendly that much these past couple yeah. days. Also, we missed one very important part of the competition. Hashtag first kiss. Oh, Natalie shouts out. Ki- oh yeah, she shouts out from the from the grass. If you win this one, baby, I'm gonna kiss you on the mouth. And James. It's like Popeye eating spinach. <laughs> His whole stature changes and inflates. Uh-huh. Just yeah. Like he. This. I mean, when she said that, I thought, oh, there's no way James could lose. Oh, yeah, of course. He's got his girl to impress. Did you know that it's, it's, it's been proven statistically? Okay, a bunch of guys are in the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And they're working out. They're working out. They're breaking a sweat. But if you put one girl in that gym... Immediately, the guy's performance when they're working out increases like 30%. Well, 
Whoa. Because just because they know there's a woman there. So they're like, oh, I got to do it. I mean, straight guys. But, (laughs) you know, they got to do it better because there's a woman here watching. Yep. Maybe that's what happened to James. Maybe I should go to the gym more. You know what? If you're going to be on Big Brother, it can't hurt. I figure if I were to go on Big Brother, I would that like I would get in shape there. I mean, I'm a person who's like always like, I'll get in shape tomorrow. That's kind of my, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of my game. And I uh, would want to, but I just can you imagine running in that backyard? You'd have to do a hundred laps of that yard to get like a quarter of a mile. Well, I I I even look at it at like the weightlifting aspect because I don't really know what I'm doing there. And there's uh-huh. always going to be two or three ripped guys. You'd want a personal, victor there. Yeah, I'd want I, I, I'm sure there's going to be a victor there. There's always a guy who's a personal trainer or right. an ex-athlete or both. And he's like, all right, Brett, here's what we're going to do. He's going to take me under his wing. You're like, all right, Brett, you know, you're, you're, you're not unattractive, but you, you don't have a ripped bod. Yeah. You have like a, uh, you, you have like a, I don't know, like a, not a dad bod, but like a me, like a baby dad. Like I'm just a normal bod. I've just Not gotten someone. Bod. I've got. I've just gotten someone pregnant. Bob bod. So the it's just the um. What's that called when you're eating because you're sympathy eating? <laughs> I don't know. Look. I don't know. I'm just trying <laughs> to say, like, put it on the scale of where I am in being a dad. Mm. I'm not a dad. Not pregnant yet. FYI, audience. No, I'm not a dad, and no, no one's pregnant that nope. I know of. I mean, I can say a thousand percent, I am not prego yeah. yet. Yeah. James still locked <laughs> up. I mean, not James. Podcast. Paul's still locked up in that house. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> what are we talking um, about? Victor's going to help me get in shape. He's going to be like, "All right, this is how you lift. This is what you do," and I'm going to have nothing all day, but I'm having no opportunities to do anything all day but to get ripped. I would just eat. I'd be eating constantly. I'd be like Michelle. Yeah. I'd be eating like healthy. I'm doing finger quotations things, but I'd be eating eight pounds of them. (laughs) Yeah. Slightly healthy cereal, but. Yeah, exactly. A gallon of it. Whenever I see anyone eating on this show, I sympathy eat with them. And same for their bottles of water. I always go and get some water because I don't want to be dehydrated. You can buy bottles of water for Danielle and I on cbs.com slash big brother. We're both August birthday babies. My birthday's August 4th. Oh, mine's August 5th. Hell yeah. Next week. Next week. Birthday. So My birthday send- is, the, uh, is the eviction episode. Oh, mine. So. Oh, very exciting. And yep. uh, mine is just when it all goes down in the house on Friday. Nomination. Yeah, yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Polly, Polly makes his presence known in this episode with James. Polly is the king of the house. Mm-hmm. So he has to touch base with the HOH and he's like, basically tells them, you know, don't put me up. Don't hurt me and my friends. Put them up. And that way, next time I'm HOH, which I will be next week because I win everything. You and little Nat Nat are safe. And James is like, appreciate that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Hulk Hogan. He goes, yeah. thanks, brother. Um, so that works out great. And then we get to the nomination ceremony. And surprise, surprise. Bridget and Frank, your butts are on the block. Great. 
we just need there's just gonna be so many screen caps this year of Bridget and Frank reacting to being thrown under the bus being the on the losing side of a ceremony yeah. yeah how did you not know I understand Bridget being surprised because she thinks she had a deal Frank comes in and uh, Frank takes James aside before the nomination ceremony and is like alright man you know we're both guys we're both uh, buddies here we really trust each other and uh, we're putting up Victor right and James is like, oh, man, well, you know, it's Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank's like, yeah, sure. So we're, we're putting up Victor and someone else, right? <laughs> yeah, man, well, you know, there's drama everywhere. <laughs> James is like Donald Trump. He's just like, all right, man, we just got, I'm going to get the best guys to do it. I'm not going to answer your question, but trust me, I have the best answer in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This answer is so good, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> I can't tell it to you. But when you hear it, you'll shit bricks. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's beautiful. This is what people have been wanting. This is the big week where finally, finally the two biggest targets, for that side of the house at least, are up. They're up together. And one of them is going home, unless one of them wins the POV. But <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. It's very satisfying. I feel like we all as viewers were like, yes, this feels right. It does, but almost it feels too right. Too right. I want to talk about that. Listen, this happened to me earlier this year. My favorite football team, the Denver Broncos, won the Super Bowl. And it's been something I've been waiting close to 20 years for since mm-hmm. their last Super Bowl win. And it happens, and four seconds after the game is over, I'm like, what now? Uh, is this it? Is this it? This thing that I thought would make me so happy I would cry. I'm just sitting here drunk with a bunch of strangers in my house eating pizza <laughs> and chips. Why you let all those strangers in your house? No, I knew everybody who was in my house. <laughs> okay. there, was a, there were a number of people there and I knew every single one of them. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly felt a little bit of the same thing and... I think that is a really good lead into some questions that we received. Yeah, I think, and I think why I felt a little sad is because we had such a great moment at the beginning uh, of this episode during the competition when Frank and Day were going against each other, having this little thing. It's like they need each other. This is the show. They're Batman and Joker. Totally, totally. Spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, well, that's so Becky on Gmail sent us an email and it said, how less entertaining will the house be without Frank? Because in my opinion, Frank is bringing BB life. The rest of the cast is predictable. And I have to say, Becky, I, I right now I agree. It's really fun to have a common enemy. Yeah, to have a great to have a great um, kind of duel going on in the house. It's going to be sad. And I think it's nice because unlike Jose... Unlike Victor, Frank is actually good at this game. I think he's making a he's made a big mistake in having too limited a focus on day. I think people were just tired of that argument. He needed to drop that and find some new information, you know? Yeah. Because people were just like, he's always going to talk about day. Let's just get him out. Blah, blah, blah. Like it was going into uh, deaf, deaf ears. If he had switched it up. 
I think people would have been more interested in hearing what he had to say, but he just kept on this same thing, and you can only hear the same thing for so long until being like, ah, shut up. I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, or at least this week, I know he felt as if he needed a an extra number on his side in Victor, but it might have been a better move to be like, you know what, guys? Let's all band together and get rid of Victor. Kind of ingratiate yeah. yourself on the other side of the house. Find a common enemy who's not you and who's not Day. Totally. That's who the other side of the house can be against. Yeah, that was the thing. I do. Frank, uh, Frank is a strong player, but I think that he just had his blinders on. He was so focused on Day that he really missed an opportunity. So I agree. I think he's. A, it's entertaining to have him in the house. It's fun to see everyone. Definitely. It's, it'll be sad if he goes this week because we're going to be losing. Um, but you know what I really cannot wait for? What? It's Thursday, Devon's goodbye message to Frank. Uh, yeah. It is going to be amazing television. I'm, I'm going to be happy that to see that she beats him. I think it's going to be great and epic. But... I also, I mean, this brings us to another question. Yes. Who do you think has the best chance to find the secret room? Which we know is going to have the power to, I think, it, the theory online is that it's the coup d'etat. What, what is that? The coup d'etat is that when it's when you can say, oh, those nominations? Fuck those. I'm making my own nomination. Oh, interesting. Um, who would put it together? Um, well, they have to give I, them because remember, Julie was like, uh, they, we've been planting like hints to the house guests all week. The house guests are stupid. They are not listening. So I feel like in diary room sessions, they have to be saying, guys, look for hints. <laughs> like we're trying to tell you something. Yeah. Um, I think they must help because it's not enough just by seeing the, I mean, I think the internet has figured out the, the, the answer, which is that there's a bunch of signs all over, and the each sign it's like, oh, going to, departing from Paris right now, right? Okay, let's fly to London, and yeah, in on each sign there's one word in green, and it spells out like a like a something like go to the Paris room, and yeah, and then on the departures board above above the uh, living room, on it's uh, you know. It says, um, it says, it like, says like number flight next 212, yeah. and then you're supposed to like call that number on the phone, and that's going to take you to the Paris room. And everyone says, like, Paris, French, coup d'etat. Oh, <laughs> that's, what, that's why. I didn't even that's put that why. together yet. I didn't put that together. Some genius online did. It was probably, honestly, Ian Terry watching at home. Honestly, I think someone who has a really good chance to win it is Bridget. Oh. She's yeah. she's smart and, and contemplative and uh, pays attention to things. Well, kind of. She has nothing else to do because so talking things. to her. Yeah, exactly. So much <laughs> so. of the live feeds the last two days has just been like everyone having fun somewhere, including Frank, and then Bridget sitting alone in a room just staring. Yeah. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say something explosive. I'm ready. Which is... I wouldn't mind if this happens before Thursday. I wouldn't mind Frank finding it. But then Dave Vaughn's gonna go. No, I, not necessarily. Not because <laughs> not necessarily. 
because he he has to put up two new people, so they could all he could put up Victor and Davon. People are going to vote out Victor before they're going to vote out Davon. But what if he puts up Davon and Natalie? Ugh. Look, I don't know, but all I'm saying is, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be hilarious if <laughs> if everyone's so sure he's going home, and then he didn't. I think it'd be funny. I don't want him. Here's the thing. Here's what I really want is, I know Michelle um, wants Bridget out over Frank. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be really interesting if Bridget left before Frank, because Bridget really is just sort of his collateral damage. Yeah. Um. I think that'd be fun and interesting, and it'd be fun to watch. It's fun to watch people weasel their way out of things and yeah, like totally. slither around, and I think that'd be a blast. Totally, that's what I have to say. I think Javon could put it together too. She's, I mean, she figured out the twin oh, twist yeah. last year. She, she understands how the game is produced, like mm-hmm. on a technical level. She understands how the producers go about putting hints to things. What what twists are in the air. And I th- I think she could figure that out just because she has such a good – she's just so keyed in to the nuts and mm-hmm. bolts of how the show is actually made and, like, what the twists generally are and how the information is doled out from production to them. So Yeah. Yeah. She is. She's very, very smart, uh, Davon yeah. is. Are you ready for another question? Yeah. Love it. Okay. This is from Freddie. Uh, so you're, I love the way he wrote this. So your boy loved Sunday's episode, but curious, are you pissed at James nominations or was this his best move for his game? Was it also the best move for his relationship? And will this hurt Natalie's game? Who's your boy? He, him? Your boy. That's like what Paul says. He wrote it in the style of Paul. I tried to okay. read it that way. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. So he is referring to himself your as your boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Okay. It sounds weird when being read, but like it makes sense when being spoken. So your right. boy loves. I'm trying to read it like Paul. So your boy loves Sunday's episode. <laughs> How's my impression? I'm a working actress. <laughs> um, okay, so that those are the questions. Did you, did you hear them, or do you want them again? No, uh, we talked okay. about that. It was probably a good move for James. How is it going to affect his relationship with Natalie? Yeah, she'll get over it. She kind yeah, of, I don't think she. I really don't think this is a big point of contention for her. It's so I think sad. She's, yeah, I'm sorry. She's starting to. I feel like post this past Hoh game, uh, comp. Sorry, she. Her eyes have been opened, and she's seeing things, and she's starting to say, you know what? I don't. I made it to jury, but I want to go farther than that. Can I have it all? Can I Can be I a mother and have a job in the workplace? Exactly. And a healthy sexual life. You know what? I think she can. So I don't think it will really hurt Natalie's game that much. I think she also knows that it'll be... Knows that Frank is going to be the main target. So she can keep her girl around. And maybe she'll be able to pull up Bridget into the little Jadley trio afterwards. Right. And that's a good... Hey, that's a good team of three pretty good players. So Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That doesn't hurt uh, Bridget either. Um, okay. Another question from Nathan. So Frank obviously isn't stupid and is playing a relatively good game. So why is he so trusting of some people? Like Nicole, who is obviously allied with Polly, or James, who, even though he promised safety to him and Bridget, he is still allied with the majority of the house. 
I don't watch the feed, so I was wondering if there was some behind the scenes there or some alliances I didn't know about. Well, Frank and Nicole had a, they made a, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, drunken final two alliance. Nicole and Frank, you said? Yes. Okay. I think it was drunk, but I forget. What happens in Vegas? Mm, what happens in the Vegas room, baby? <laughs> oh, there should Days be a Vegas room. I wouldn't leave. <laughs> I would, yeah. I would love it. Um, yeah, I, I think he trusts Nicole and James because they are rich fellow returners. I think he was thinking, you know, that they were all in the same boat. They're all getting the same stipend, which we learned about on the feeds. Oh, yeah. That also, less of- on the on the feeds, Vic said that he was not. He was actually at that like mini mansion for the last three weeks. Oh, did they? <laughs> they didn't put him in a Motel Six wow, for three I'm weeks shocked. and then bust him up to a mansion to make it look like he's been living in luxury. Frankly, that's the most shocking twist of BB eighteen <laughs> that he was actually in that house. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I agree. He's not stupid, and he's. I think he just. He just underestimated how much people like Davon more than they like him. <laughs> I think he's smart, and I think he's good at manipulating people, and obviously really good at challenges. Um, even though you can't win them all, but I think yeah, I think you're right. He's not really good at knowing who, who's trustworthy. At the beginning of the episode, Victor comes into the house and he's like, "I'm gonna pull aside Victor and like see if I can get him on my side." And he goes, and "Victor goes, who are you working with? <laughs> who you got? Who's in your <laughs> roster?" And he's like, "I got Bridget." And uh, I feel like I have Corey and Polly. It's like, no, no, mm-hmm. those guys want you out. And you know what? I'm beginning to see what people mean when they say Nicole is a bit of a, a trickster. She she's not actively oh, yeah. trying to 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 mess with people. She's just really not good at lying, and she kind of knows it. So she yeah. has to be kind of honest with people all the time, even when it's not in her best interest. And she ends up throwing people under the bus like she did with Day earlier. And, and she's really not trustworthy. And she's also a person who, after learning something, will just be like, oh, what a mother freaker. I'm just going to – I don't like this person anymore. And she'll kind of flip her script. She's a little childish. Yeah, she'll flip her script every – 24 hours about who she wants to get out. I mean, there was a point last week where she and Corey were on the feeds a, a day or two before the eviction were like, Davon needs to go. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Davon's staying by unanimous vote. And I think she's a little childish and she's not, she's not a great liar. So I think she puts herself in bad positions a lot and she isn't trustworthy just because she doesn't she doesn't lie enough and she yeah she doesn't keep up she doesn't keep up the appearance that she's playing like a singular game she's kind of playing everyone's game and it's not trustworthy no totally yeah and i just frank was just spending too much time with bridget not with these other people to really take it in yeah to really know here's on something i wonder and i'd love your thoughts on this Me. because the next time we record will be friday mm-hmm. or saturday after at least after eviction so say frank goes home okay who's gonna be the next big evil target in the house and i said evil so don't say davon she's good <laughs> okay i don't I think, think davon has been playing very well lately 
I think she had a really bad week last week, and I, I think she's going to be a major target after Frank leaves. I don't think she's evil. I love her. I think she's great, but I think she is very impulsive, and she does a lot to make people... She she's very spiteful towards people, and it that doesn't just doesn't work in the house. She's like, I love Davon. She's great. I can just see her being the next big target. I can see Victor. I disagree. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I can see Victor, but Victor's playing has been playing it pretty well this week, and you know, after a week or two, he could definitely People are gonna forget about him. Yeah. Yeah, or in a week or two, you know. Corey's going to be a head of household and he's not going to know who to put up and he'll just put up Victor just because you know one of these things doesn't look like the other whatever that song is you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah exactly I think and the only person in the house who's figured this out so far that Polly needs to be a big target mm. if you don't get Polly out now he's you're sitting next to him at the final two yeah. People need to open their eyes. He's good at comps. He's in a showman's. He's friends with everyone. Like, N- Natalie is the only one who's brought up, brought this up. And she said it to James, luckily. So maybe James will start seeing it. Maybe they can start a new... He's got to be the next big target. I think that's a much better answer than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got it from Natalie. You guys, Natalie's got game. Natalie's <laughs> when, got game. When she said that, I thought to myself, wow, she's right. <laughs> Polly is totally under the radar, despite the fact that he is so good at this game. People need to, and he's likable. Yeah. So people need to need to figure that out. That's what I think. That's a great, that's, that's your answer. Whatever. One, two, three, four, <laughs> on Twitter.com. Um, yeah, so that those are our questions. These were awesome questions, guys. And thank you so much for sending them in. Now we have two things to address. Okay. I heard we got a two-star review on iTunes. <laughs> we did. We did. Guys, out of 10 ratings on iTunes, one of them is now a two-star review. And um, this person did not leave a screen name or a comment. Is that correct? This is correct. If you're still listening to this show, <laughs> you wrote it. You, you what? You snake in the grass. You snake in the grass. Come at me. You at hey Julie BB at Brett Raider <laughs> at Danny Mop. We want to hear from you. <laughs> we also, if you like the show and think it's better than two stars, we would love to hear from you. <laughs> so, if you want to write a comment this week that's five stars, I want you to go after the two star person. Not in my house. This is our house. <laughs> yeah, what he said. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then also, Danielle and I are born a day apart. Yep. Though I think separate years. And yep. Oh no. I no, don't know. Yeah, I think, 88? No, I think we're 364 days apart. Oh, or 366, wow, wow, wow. never mind. Wow. Okay. But, Whatever. you know, August is a great month for babies. I share a birthday with one President Barack Obama. I share one with one Neil Armstrong walking the fucking moon first. It's a great month for America. It so is. Just- 
We've had very similar life experiences. Did you have a lot of birthdays growing up, 9, 10, 11, where no one came because everyone's family was on vacation before the school year well, of started? of course, because it's, uh, in Canada at least, it's a uh, civic holiday. The 4th? August, August 4th or 3rd, usually. It's a long weekend. What is it? It's just a civic holiday. Just a eight. It's just, literally called civic holiday. My friend Matt Giesbrecht, who's watching, who's listening, can back me up on this. He's Canadian. Uh, um, yeah, it's just a day. Just a day because open. we need to yeah. shut. There's too much money going to the post office, and we need to shut them down for a day. Yes, there's also Canada also has a day like this uh, called Family Day. Where again, long weekend. I'm sure Monday. they should pitch that to America. America would love <laughs> yeah. something called Family Day. So I know can, you guys need it. You guys need a break. I need a break. I'm sick of For this sure. nonsense. I can't believe we have to deal with another three months of this bullshit. I know. I know. So hey, register to vote, guys. <laughs> register to vote, unless you're unless you're registering to vote Republican. Oh, I don't care. No, you should exercise your rights, no matter what. Um, As as uh, as comic book villain Ted Cruz says, vote your conscience this November. Can't believe yes. I'm agreeing with that guy. Yes. Um, guys, thanks so much for listening. Yeah, sorry I got political at the end with our sorry. family holidays and civic oh holidays. Yeah. It's been frustrating. Um, but we really appreciate you guys listening. We're super excited. A lot's going on in the feed, so get caught up. Uh uh, we're going to have another recording session Friday after Wednesday and Thursday. Super exciting episodes. Def- definitely. And yeah, uh, tweet us at HeyJulieBB and email us. We love getting them uh, at HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. No at at the beginning. Just HeyJulieBigBrother. But yeah. Right. Listen, don't at me. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.